0: Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television. I'm your host, Jeff Pedowitz, President and CEO of the Pedowitz Group. Today, we have Christelle Flaho, Vice President of Marketing for Domo, one of the world's leading business intelligence providers. Christelle, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Thank you. So, of course, coming from Domo, um, one of the first questions I want to ask you is, what do you guys measure over there? I mean, what are some of the most important metrics that you're being asked to be accountable for?
1: Yeah, I think um, one of the fun things about being at Domo is that everything is around analytics, right? And we're able to pull some reports that um, it typically are, are challenging when you look at all the different marketing technologies that are out there. So I get to do fun things like uh, dollars spent to ACV. Um, I get to do fun trending things. But I think the most critical thing that we measure from an overall health of the business, and especially in my area, is around um, contribution to pipeline, right and attribution. So what exactly are we doing? what programs are affecting what people? Um, and you know that's a hard thing to measure, but that does help us figure out what what part of the marketing mix we need to use to influence the existing quarter and then all the stuff that is coming down the pike in the other quarters.
0: So over your time at Domo since you guys are so good at measuring things, have you found the KPIs that marketing executives are being accounted for? Are they changing? Um, are, they, are they?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're expanding, right? Um, I think we've gone through a very interesting time in marketing where
0: we weren't measured
1: at all. And it was more art than science. And then we swung the pendulum to trying to measure everything with the dawn of uh, things like um, Omniture and Exact Target and in the early days of marketing automation. And now I think we're moving more into a yeah, all those metrics matter and the serious decision with waterfall matters and conversion rates matter. Um, but now, really looking at how we affect target accounts? Are we going after the same thing sales are going after? And you start moving to more engagement metrics versus the hardcore waterfall type of metrics that we're used to. And I think that's a big struggle for a lot of marketers to make that shift now because it's different technologies different tools it's sitting down and having a lot of sales and marketing alignment which is always difficult no matter what you do Uh, but the reward is definitely worth it Um, you know the conversations i have with my sales organization are very very different now because it really is about okay we know we have a set of accounts we want to go after how are we going after them and by channel, by uh, activity, by uh, sales engagement and sales and marketing starts to blend um, into one team versus this handoff concept that we've had for so long.
0: How often do you meet with sales and go over these things?
1: Uh, great question, uh, all the time it feels like. I think I meet with salespeople more than I meet with my own team. Uh, but we have a weekly uh, a weekly sales and marketing sync. And we also, we used to have a daily one um, where we would look at lead flow just to make sure that the inside sales team had enough to work on, what was happening, were they converting the right way. Uh, now we've kind of moved back to more of a, a bi-weekly cadence on that. But every week we meet with the senior leaders of sales and marketing and talk through what's working and what's not working. Okay. Sometimes the conversations can get heated, uh, sometimes they're very vanilla, um, and you know, you tend to have a better uh, relationship with the sales organization if you just keep that cadence.
0: So tell me about one of the heated exchanges, what was that about?
1: Um. I- the interesting thing, you know, we we rolled out account-based marketing about eight months ago, and again, you know, it's it's new, it's different, yet it's been around for a really long time, right? I look back at my career, and I was doing ABM ten, twelve years ago, field marketing for the enterprise, right, and going after certain accounts and doing different things and fun mailers like, you know, uh, we'll send you the Big Bertha head cover, and if you take a meeting, you get you know you get yeah. the golf club.
0: Hang on again. I think we have a hiccup in the oh. connection.
1: Oh. oh. Can you hear me?
0: Yep. Now we're good. It froze for a second. Oh, okay. So, oh, that's yep. weird. Good. Uh, pick it's it real- up from um, the Big Bertha. Oh, the Big Bertha. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, ABM's been around forever. I remember running campaigns 10 years ago where you would send the Big Bertha head cover and if you took a meeting, you got you got the cl- golf club. So we've been doing it for a long time. Technology's finally mm-hmm. caught up. but the one thing that still seems to be a challenge is agreeing on the accounts and who we go after, right? Is it a sales decision on the accounts that we go after or is it a marketing decision? Is it because it's the right industry? Is it because it's the right use case? Um, That starts to become a heated conversation because you've got sales leadership that has an opinion, you've got marketing that has an opinion opinion based on who they're calling and where they're getting their inbound leads from um, so that takes a while to get to agreement. I was joking around with uh, the guy who runs account-based marketing for me, and I'm like, this feels like climbing Mount Everest. Like, why is it so hard to just agree on accounts and like lock them in? Uh, but finally, we, you know, we got we got to a resolution based on industry, and we used technology to help us. Right, we used Everstring, okay. we used Engage.io. Um, to show the data on who were our best bets versus sales reps thinking that they know better because they've been in that territory for a while.
0: So you mentioned a couple pieces of ABM technology. How is MarTech changing how you approach marketing and how how does it help you scale? I mean, are there critical pieces that you guys look to? What does your stack look like?
1: Yeah, so it's interesting. That's a lot of what I'm speaking about today at the Brand Forum um, down here in Australia is... MarTech has grown so much. I think Scott Brinker just published the 2016 one and we're almost at 3,800 marketing technologies. Five years yeah. ago we were at 150 and I remember being at Marketo at that time when that all started to come out and it was like, oh wow, there's so many marketing technologies out there now and that was only about 150 of them. So now it's it's crazy and and marketers are now put in a position where they have to become the conductor of all these technologies and all these technologies are cloud and how do you kind of connect them all together and have a full view of the customer. Um, And most enterprises are running between 60 to 80 pieces of technology and marketing alone. Um, Everything from social media to analytics to your marketing automation solution and all the add-ons that come with it. And it becomes a lot more complicated um, for me. For you know, I like I said, I've been at Domo for eight months, nine months now, and you know, I added three technologies around ABM. Right? I added Everstring. I added Engageo. Uh, and we're in the process of adding another one. So you're going but, all in for ABM, basically. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> no, I am. You know, and for I've had this conversation with a couple people. You know, marketing automation for everything, and and I know you know you feel this way. You've benefited this in, in your business, right? Marketing automation did a lot for us as marketers. And I was a huge bandwagon hopper early on in the day before Marketo was even even a thought. Um, but what marketing automation did for marketers is it made us uh, be single-threaded. So you know we look at one person, and the last time I checked, you can't sell to just one person at a company. And you know ABM now and the technologies that that surround it allow us to actually look at something at an account level. And I think that helps us have a better conversation with the sales organization because that's a language they understand, right? They don't understand a lead. I mean, they do, but there's never enough of them and they're never good enough and it's one person. But when you start talking about an account, you can level the playing field and start talking about teamwork and how you both get into the account, not how you tackle one lead and then hand it over. So I think ABM uh, is a forcing function for sales and marketing alignment and the technology that's out there now, you know, we use the other one we're, we're, we're using is Terminus. You know, what Terminus has been able to do around the digital space and targeting and targeting, you know, within the pipeline uh, based on the buying stage, you look at what PFL has done, right? Print for Less and tying all that technology together with something like a direct mail so that the sales rep knows when to call. Um, that to me is, a huge shift in how we do marketing. It's less about inbound and it's more about outbound. Not that inbound goes away, but outbound does become a lot more important um, in your marketing mix of what you can go do. You can't rely on inbound all the time anymore.
0: Very good advice. So as you look at your team, because you've been in this game a while, how are skill sets changing? How is the structure of your teams change? I mean, as you look to source and develop talent in twenty seventeen.
1: Yeah, I think it's changing in the sense that you know people are coming out of school with more of a a knowledge around technology. Right? When I graduated, or when I got into the workforce, had no idea. Right? Salesforce wasn't even a thing. Um, and there were no classes on how to do inbound and no classes on how to do demand gen in uh, you know the true sense or email marketing and I think that mix is changing where people do have an understanding of what technology does from a marketing perspective and how it helps uh, as far as how we organize a marketing department um, you know it, you have this concept of a demand center and Serious Decisions has talked about this for a while, but I think that becomes more and more prevalent, right? Where you take people that have uh, expertise or knowledge around email best practices or digital or paid media or social, and you put them together into a demand center where you can execute on an integrated campaign. And you have more of this engine type of uh, concept Versus having program managers that are off kind of doing their own thing so that has to become more aligned And I think the lines blur for content too, right? Content's not something that just comes out of product marketing anymore It's you know, you have campaign people or social people that can create content and and do a fantastic job So the skill set around marketing I think is expanding and I think the org is actually starting to condense um, so you don't have these siloed, uh, these siloed departments that are off doing their own thing and just handing you off a piece of content, and say, okay, here you go, here's a white paper, go do something with it.
0: So you talked a lot about ABM, both from technology as well as alignment and and, um, and approach and process. Are there other processes that you are working on more today than say you would have a couple years ago?
1: Um, I think for us right now, and maybe this is just a, a factor of where Domo is in, in their and their growing up phase, um, you know we the field marketing team is pretty big at Domo and they're executing on things like plans on a page. So we literally have a marketing plan for every sales rep. Uh, what this does is aligns the field marketing manager, aligns the rep, um, you, know, you sign off on the document, you know what events you're doing, you know what programs you're executing, what accounts you're going after. Um, you know, that to me is a concept that not a lot of companies kind of adopt. Um, and it's been, it's been interesting to see the sales team's reaction. Some of them are super excited about it because, yay, yeah, I have my own marketing plan. But then you have some sales reps who are like, oh wow, now I'm held accountable to actually working with my marketing person. Uh, which is, it's an interesting dynamic, but I think that's something that instead of having a, a holistic marketing plan to go after um, for the entire organization, how does that actually relate to a sales rep and what does it mean? And that's a different skill set than, than most marketers have because they don't necessarily want to deal with salespeople. Um, and we're doing that right now and putting that in place. And, and it's, been, it's been interesting to watch, but now there's accountability and we all have a common destination. Uh, which is which is great.
0: That's that's great. So, how about approaching the customer? So, you know, for yours, marketers move to top of the funnel, right? Driving a lot of demand, giving leads over to the sales team. Are you um, focusing more on lifecycle engagement programs now than needs, let's say you might have a couple years ago?
1: Yeah. No, I think this is definitely something that's out there now too. You've got ABM, but you've also got this you know, and it's Sangram at Terminus talks about this, right? Flipping your funnel and there's now the bow tie funnel because it doesn't stop at the mm-hmm. purchase. And how do you continue to talk to the customer uh, in a way that's not salesy, that's educational, but that also produces upsells and cross sells and all that. So part of ABM for us is actually the customer piece. So it's not just centered on net new name acquisition, but it's actually looking at deals that have a small footprint and making sure that we're communicating with them to um, either have an event at their office to expand the account, or we start using terminus and display ads um, around that particular domain so that everyone knows that they're a Domo customer and how can they benefit from Domo um, and that's, that's a full-time job. Uh, you know, the, the concept of customer marketing and getting the most out of the white space at an account um, is very personalized, It's very customized. You have to not only deal with an account rep, but you have to deal with a, a customer success manager, let's say, um, and you have to do it right because you can't, you can't piss off the customer either. Um, so yeah, that, that, that would probably
0: does be bad for business, I
1: think. Yeah, yeah, it would totally be bad for business. Um, but a lot of people don't care, right? And um, you know, you think you can blanket it uh, like you would with you know your net new name acquisition stuff, and you can't because it has to be personalized. It has to be a message that matters and that resonates. Um, and for me, if I look at what I want to go hire in 2017, I want to hire somebody that just runs customer campaigns. Um, And not just communication, I have somebody that runs global customer programs, uh, but that's more on the user groups and the references uh, and loyalty. I want somebody who's actually going to drive air cover and marketing campaigns into our customer base so that we're just not letting people sit there and struggle uh, with the product and not use it to its full extent.
0: Great advice, Christelle. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for being on the show this afternoon and uh, look forward to doing this again sometime soon.
1: Awesome, thanks so much.
0: Uh, Thank you.